Hello and welcome to Inside the Mind of a Podcast, where I dive deeper in the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community. I am your hostess with most, of course, Katie Kinsey Bay Bay. Joined with me, uh, a co-host on The Rewind, uh, you created Rue for Kennel, Mean Jelly Bean Productions might be a thing still? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it is, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, he, we used to call each other, uh, you used to be the Shaq to my Kobe I think, I can't remember the exact formation, but you might have been the Triple H to my HBK. Started out that, then we switched to the Shaq and Kobe. It was, and it was better. <laughs> it was a little better. But, of course, I'm talking about Mr. 8984RN. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. The original, uh, one of the, the second, the, the second era of uh, Smacked NXT. We haven't done one of these in a long time. It's It's been a while, yeah. I don't know, well, I don't even know the last show you and I did together. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's <laughs> at least a year ago, or maybe more. Probably, maybe it might be a little more, because yeah. August, I left, and, like, August, this past August hit a year. Mm-hmm. So, damn. Damn. I'm sorry. Sorry I left you. <laughs> <laughs> I got through it, and, I mean, it, it took me a little while. Abandoned by you and Vince, left me to my own devices. To be fair, Vince left way before I did. Vince was like out the fucking door when I joined. Oh yeah, that's true. But it was like I guess it's like bad luck to do the <laughs> NXT recap. <with. laughs> I wasn't. Even, I mainly wasn't even brought on for NXT though. That was the crazy thing. I was brought on for Mm-mm. Dynamite, and then once they started going head to head, Kyle said, "Nah, you can go over here." We had a good time, though, so... We did. It was all right. NXT shows were fun. NXT recaps were a yeah. good time. We had a good... It was when NXT was actually dope. See, I still like NXT, but I, under- I understand why people don't. I understand. I like I like NXT now. I just like NXT black and gold better. That, that's a very fair comparison. That's a very good comparison right. to say. I mean, Adam Cole was there. Right. Our favorite. Uh, our favorite. <laughs> hopefully coming back soon to wrestling. Yeah, hopefully. I think that up. was our, uh, that was the main thing with NXT is like once I got to, and shout out to Bama Dave, he's the one that kind of got me to like take a step back and look at it. Like I had to look at it as not a third brand anymore. Like once it switched over to 2.0, mm-hmm. like I had to take it for what it was. It's actually developmental now. Yeah. And once I started looking at it like that, like I started enjoying it a, just a little bit more and like being able to swallow it and kind of understand that, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these people, this is their first time being on TV at all, let alone mm-hmm. on national TV. You know what I'm saying? So once I started looking at it like that, I started enjoying it a hell of a lot more than I used to. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun time. It's a party. It's a party down there. It is. And it's just like I said, a lot of these people we're watching, like eventually they're going to they're gonna be world champions. Like you got to kind of think about it. You don't know which one of them it is. But eventually, some, we at least three or four of them are going to be fucking future world champions. Maybe not all in WWE, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you look at, like your top two stars, not even whether they're holding a title or not. It's Braun and Melo. Yeah, by far. Melo's my favorite person in NXT. Like, I love Carmelo. By a mile. Yeah. Him and Trick are money. Him and Trick are literally like me and my best friend. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not even funny. Like... <laughs> 
it's almost like watching us on TV like every week. So I, I, I fell in love. And I'm coming around to Bron. Like, Bron was, uh, I don't want to say shoved, is it shoved down our throat because that's not really, you can't shove a person that no one knows. But I think that he was prep, propped up too soon. I think it should have been Melo. Like, I just think that Melo was just more polished and mm-hmm. ready to go. But Bron's starting to, I'm starting to come around a little bit to Bron. I, I can say that. Yeah, Bron, I, I definitely think Melo should be the one to take the title off Bron. Right, right. We'll see what the but now, fucking Von Wagner's as it's a whole thing. That yeah, yeah. That I honestly don't mind if Melo doesn't take it. Like I wouldn't mind him getting a win over him, but like I don't mind if he, because I I think I think Melo's gonna be much better, much bigger on the main stage, on like Raw or SmackDown than he is Mm. in NXT, and he's a big deal in NXT. Oh, he's one of the hottest things in NXT right now. Right. So, the main reason why I watch it, I'm not going to lie. I mean, like I said, that's fair. Everyone's got their favorites. Everyone watches who they're going to watch. Um, but we're not here to just talk about NXT. We're here to talk about you. This is this is an interview with you. So, I told you not to ask me this question later down the line <laughs> when <laughs> you get the chance. Because uh, you were there. But how did right. you get your start in podcasting? Uh, it was actually just I, me being me, you know what I'm saying, talking shit, trying to get fart, fight started, uh, lighting fires on Twitter about wrestling. And I actually uh, had a few interactions with uh, Zev. And we just kind of got went back and forth a couple times, had a few inter- interactions with uh, Vince, too. And then they dove into DMs like, hey, you ever uh, want to do a podcast? I was like, hell yeah, I want to do a podcast. And. Actually, my first show, I, I it was my audition show was a recap of uh, NXT with Vince, and hit the ground running after that. And then Smacked NXT became its own little tiny Smacked brand. Became, right. <laughs> so all of that, like we should, we went too hard for that being that we were all under one umbrella, and like but that was one of the biggest things. Not, I don't want to say regret, but like one of the biggest things I wish we had did different if we had, we didn't just. Yeah, it was good to like good to have competition within a team, but like I felt like it got too far, and <clears throat> I felt like it kind of drove a wedge in between a lot of us, and I and I didn't have the same feelings as most of the people on the spot. So I feel like I should have been like a little bit better at kind of trying to temper those fires before it got to to certain things. But I mean, everything happens for a reason, and I mean, the rewind is we're doing pretty damn good. I mean, we're uh, we were number twenty seven. Uh, in fucking Canada last week. Like, so. of all things. Like, of all things. like. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we're, uh, like I said, every, everything happens for a reason, and we bounce back, and we're all still friends now, and we're 15 different group chats and shit together, and <sighs> guest hosts on each other's shows and stuff, so it, it worked out how it was supposed to work out. It is crazy, like, <clears throat> like I was telling you before we started recording, like, I came in when Vince was leaving, mm-hmm. Sebastian was, like, kind of there but not really there right uh and then obviously kyle and kev and then all that happened with kevin kyle right cool that was a weird thing to see in the business chat at work right i was like what i, I literally thought i would message you privately and be like is this a joke <laughs> no i think you did actually and i was like i'm not exactly <laughs> sure so we'll just uh, we'll just sit on the sidelines on this one let's see how this plays out i said i <laughs> I don't know what I got myself into at that point. <laughs> right. Because I think... No, that... like I said, a lot of... Go ahead, no, go no, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say, like I said, a lot of it, it just... Under... 
misunderstandings because none of I mean, yes, we're all friends and yes, we're all here for each other, but we really don't know each other. Yeah. At that point, we didn't really know each other. So like, <clears throat> I feel like a lot of stuff back then got lost in translation. And like you said, like some people didn't know what were jokes. Some people didn't know what was serious. Some people took shit way too serious than they should have. And I think that was a lot of it being that we are, we're, we're fucking quarantine friends. You know what I'm saying? Like we, none of us live in the same state. None of us live close to each other. I think I live, I think I'm the closest to Seb, but I mean, <clears throat> he's not here that often, like if at all. So it's like, we're all at least four to five hours or more apart from each other. And I think that a lot of the stuff that kind of happened was that just shit getting like lost in translation. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a big component. Well, wait, aren't you in Ohio? Yeah. I'm Pittsburgh. I'm only like two hours from Cleveland. Yeah, that's like six hours from me, bro. Jesus Cleveland's fuck. four hours from me. Oh, my God. I thought PA yeah. was massive. Like, me to the other side, like, me to Philly's like five hours. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Ohio, like, Seb's, Seb's like maybe an hour and a half away from me. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. He's real close. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. He's like the closest one. Man, like, outside of, like, the guys in Chicago, I feel like that's, like, the closest, like, person to someone else. Yeah, Chicago's like six hours from me. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Let's see. There's I don't even know how many episodes of Smack Raw there have been slash you have been on because that is way too many for me to try and count. Right. Um. So, like, th- what, three years you've been? Yeah, it'll be, I want to say it'll be three years in January. Three in January? Okay. Maybe four. I don't know. I'm not good with keeping up with like times and anniversaries and shit. I think it's three. I could be wrong, but was no, it's three because it was like right. It yeah, because it was like right before quarantine happened was my first episode. So yeah, it'll be uh, three years in January. I think it's like January 10th or something like that. Okay. So out of the three, almost three years you have been doing Smack Raw, do you have a favorite episode you've done? Uh, not really, cause like to me, like. I don't I don't invest too much in them after they're done. Like I, you know how I am. Like I I go hard when I'm on, in in the paint. You know what I'm saying. Yep. But like afterwards, like half the time I I have them playing. Like I listen to some of our shows and watch them. But for the most part, it's like it's like it's like a used condom. Once it's out there, it's yours, bro. Like I'm not. It's in the trash. Like we're not gonna revisit that. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. One of the, I do have one, maybe one or two, like uh, the the Great Value Hurt business that we did with uh, the UWO with. Uh, Young Kings podcast. That one. That one's. That one's a good one that comes to mind. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, not really. Like I said, because there were also like recaps and shit. And like it was all most of the time just like us. Mm-hmm. So it's just like us having conversations between friends. So it's like it's hard to like say, what's your favorite conversation you've had with a friend? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get you. <clears throat> so. Besides, like, recaps um, or even, like, UWOs or anything, do you have a favorite episode you've been on of somebody else's podcast? It was actually uh, recent, actually. We did the Wrestling with the Truth podcast, me and Kyle, with uh, BBC Hunter and uh, Nightmare J. Like, they, uh, they're more, like, my wrestling type of fans, like, older, but, like, kind of still, like, we can get the newer stuff, but, like, we're, you know <laughs> old, how we are. Old get man off our yelling, line. yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. But they're a little, they're a little bit more reserved about it. But like, yeah, they, uh, I don't know. It's just like something about them. When even with all four of us, you know, how normally a four man show is, I don't want to say a shit show, but it could get a little wild and like mm-hmm. get a little out of hand. But like, I don't know, just their chemistry with us when they're on our show and our chemistry with them when they're on, when we're on their show. Like it just, 
I don't know. It just kind of works and kind of fits. So like, I it's definitely one of my. I love when they're on our show, and this was our first time being on their show. Well, my first time, but our first time with all of us together. This past couple past, it was last week actually, and it was just like I don't know. Every time we're all together, like there's just a weird like synergy about it that just like you know what I'm saying. Like it's just easy to do. Like our opinions bounce off of each other. A lot of times we agree with stuff, but I mean even when we disagree, it's like. It's literally like a great tennis match where it's just back and forth, back and forth. There's no, like, real, like, there's no, like, crazy shit or, like, talking over each other and everything. Like, everybody's pretty, like, because we're older and a little bit more reserved with stuff. Not so much me, but, like, the rest of them, so. But, no, we, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like I said, it's just a weird chemistry between uh, our show and their show. Like, I love being on their show, and I love having them with I mean, well, sometimes you kind of just, like, get that synergy with people. Like, yeah. like me and you got it. Right. Um, like, I mean, you can see it now with, like, Matt and Vince, like, they got it. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, TC and Reek, who just met for the first time at SummerSlam in Vegas, like, in person. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was the first time they met in person. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. But, like, again, that's the thing, like, you wouldn't know because they have such great chemistry together. It's crazy. Exactly. So, yeah, sometimes you just get those people where you... Right. Chemistry is just off the charts. I mean... I could say, like, me and Savannah have it, but she's, like, my little sister at this point, so I kind of, she's just under my wing. That's how I kind of felt with you, too. Like, I, I, and ours kind of, it, I think once, when it was just us, it was good. Like, it took us a little while to kind of understand it with Kev, but I, I felt like with us, too, like, ours was kind of easy, because you were more reserved and laid back. You had more, like, the, uh, we were like JR, (laughs) fucking JR and us. JR and fucking King. Like, I mean, you were the straight man, I was the, I I was the color, so, like. Jesus. Like you said, it's just sometimes you never know it and you never think who that's going to be the person that you have it with. But, like, it just like, happens and that's how it is with when we're on their show. Like, it's just dope chemistry. No, and that's fantastic. And that's obviously great to hear, especially with, like, Snack Draw kind of becoming its own, like, I guess network is a good way yeah. to think about it. Yeah, that's a network or brand umbrella. We kind of have a few shows. Like, we just brought in uh, <clears throat> Hillbilly Ted. And he he's always been like one of our biggest supporters, even back when you were on the show. Like he mm-hmm. always liked and retweeted and everything. And when we were talking about expanding and bringing more people in, I was like, "Have we ever talked to, <laughs> to Ted?" And everybody was like, "No." I'm like, "That's our biggest fucking biggest supporter. Like, why have we never like tried to have him on or anything?" So I I did what Seb did for me, and I dove in his DMs, and he said, "Yeah," and we kind of took it from there and got it moving from there, and. He, do- he drops a lot of good stuff on our Patreon. Like, he just did the first ever uh, ca- double cage match. He, he, he did that on there and, like, uh, recapped that on there. Like, but, yeah, he's a uh, – and I, I always give him shit because, like, his name's Hillbilly. Uh, he'll, he'll Ted, but he's not – he's literally the biggest baby face in the fucking business. <laughs> I, say, so, I, f- yeah. I feel like I, like, caught part of an episode you guys were doing that long ago with him on it, and one of you said that, and I was like – yeah, he just seems like a sweet old man. Like, how is, yeah, how he, is, is. he a heel like, right now? I'm very confused. Yeah. Literally, like, he's, like, the nicest fucking old old man ever. Like, <laughs> no, nah, but like I said, it kind of... And then uh, Allison and Will from uh, Box Spots, like, it, we... They they have... They bring, they bring like, a real legitimacy to us. Like, because me and Kyle, like, we do our thing, and we've, we've been doing this for a little while, but, like, they actually get out and, like, interview indie people, like... Uh, Will does a couple different columns on the different websites and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like he, they literally give us like, give us a kind of a stamp of approval in the wrestling business to give us a more legitimate, like own look behind us. So like definitely love everything they do and everything they bring to the table as well. Oh yeah, love 
love Botchbox and Terror Shots. Especially Allison, because she's Team Katie yes. in, the, in the Pornhub Poppy race. So she's she's Oh, yeah, teamy. she's the boss bitch. She, she is. literally keeps us all in line and... I'm gonna be honest with you, like all the all the dope graphics and things like that, even some of the all the thirst trap Thursdays we've done, like all of that is from the mind of Alice. She's a genius. She she really is. The best <laughs> is uh the one with me with all my puppies, and then we've turned them into twenty different things. They they turned them into cats. <laughs> I had her turn it into dragons for the premiere of uh, House of the Dragon and shit. Jesus. So like, yeah, all the all the upgrades in our graphics and everything and and the videos and stuff like that is all one hundred percent Allison, and she uh. She keeps us looking good. That's, see? Because y'all need a woman to keep your asses in line. I'm glad we she do. didn't do it I for do. you. I'm not going to argue with that one damn bit. <laughs> and she keeps us honest. Like, I mean, we, we still are, like, most of the guys besides me, like, everybody's not really that confrontational, as you know. And, like, it's, like, sometimes, mm-hmm. like, with a group of guys you don't really know, everybody kind of, like, tries to step back and, like, we actually had a group uh, meeting the other day, and Allison kind of called us all out, like, hey, we need to start getting on everybody's shows. We need to start being in the chat and stuff and everything. And I think she kind of thought that we were going to give her kickback, and we were all like, no, you're right. We've been, <laughs> we've been fucking up. We've been lacking. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, you're right. Like, okay. No, no, actually, that's actually a pretty spot-on thing that we all should be doing. And she was like, so, yeah, we need to do that. I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> She's like, okay, so we're we going to do it. Yeah, okay, good, you're good. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, yeah, I definitely thought she was going to expecting a lot more kickback, especially for me, but I'm like, nah. I can honestly tell you that. Like, I've had football, like, we just won the Super Bowl yesterday, actually. Okay. Uh, my team that I coach, yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, I have, my evenings have been shot, but I thought it was like, definitely I'll make a, a a more, more a bigger effort to definitely support the rest of the shows under their umbrella. I get you. I get you. Completely understand. Uh, so, like the the uh, array of characters we have named, um, obviously unexpected moments are going to be happening on the shows. Is there any that stick out in your mind, like when you're filming, whether it was anything with SmackDraw, anything with whoever, like any unexpected moments that like stick out in your head? Yeah, it was like one of my one of the earlier shows I did. It was uh, I think I don't know if it was a UW or not, but I know it was all most of us on it and. Alexa went off on the background and started ordering tampons for my girlfriend at the time. So, oh uh, my god, yes! <laughs> that's that's probably the biggest one that sticks out. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Literally put it on the shopping list. <laughs> was, I re- I see. That's the thing. Like I remember that episode, but I don't think I was there. I think I might have. No, I think it was all of us. I, was I don't want to say it was. I don't want to say it was a UWO, but I think it might have just been one with all of us on it. Oh, God. I would see. Yeah. I don't even know, like, how we could even go back and try and find that. Right. I mean, yeah, way too was, hard. Uh, like I said, because a lot of these are, like, just so much of, so conversational, like, just us kind of having kind of, like, shit like that. But I don't know why that one's good. But, I, yeah, I remember that one wholeheartedly. Like, yeah, that one sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things that happened. And then just became a joke after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out what the hell any of us said to to get Alexa to turn on or to uh, have her look up tampons. Yeah. You know, that's a really good way to think about it. Because, I mean, like for Alexa, you definitely could have been like Alexa Bliss. Like that's happened many times. Which is probably what it was. But I mean, still. But where'd the tampons tampons part come from? (laughs) Yeah. I got questions. Yeah. Like what the hell is Alexa thinking about? (laughs) 
because there would be no reason for us to talk about that. No, no, no. None whatsoever. Uh, if anyone watching or listening can remember what episode that is, let us know so we can go back and watch. Because I, I need to see the genuine... Like, I like watching, like, first reaction stuff. Because right, it's right. so funny. So, like, that yeah, everyone... Yeah, was, like, out of nowhere. And, like, yeah. everybody just stopped, shut up, too, so you could actually hear it. That was the worst part. Like, if we had kept talking over it, it was just, like, background noise. It would have been cool, but, like, everybody shut up and, like, we could just hear it talking, so... Well, yeah, because everyone was There's like, that. why the fuck is this going off right now? Right. Oh, some, like, paranormal activity shit happening on your end. I'm trying to think what other, any other ones. That was just the main one because, like, we, it was so many of us on it, and... Yeah, that's only that's about the only one I can really think of right now because I mean that was not going anywhere. People don't forget. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that's definitely one of probably in like smack throughout history. It's probably one of the most memorable things that happened was that. Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> All right, so when you're not, you know, coaching football or doing the podcast or you know running a kennel, what are some of your other hobbies? Uh, I read a lot. Especially here recently, like I've been reading, uh, just kind of like going back reading some of the shit I used to read as a kid. Like Call of the Wild is my favorite book. So like, I went on a like weird spree and bought like every version I could find within the last like six months. So I've been kind of reading that. Uh, just like, I don't know, dog training stuff, shit like that. A lot of comic books. Like I'm a big, big like that was my first little piece of nerd. Nerdism was uh being a comic book fan, and then it kind of went to everything else. So. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Like I read, I, I game a little bit, not really. Like it's not game is not really my thing. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, just reading comic books, uh, movies. Big movie guy, big, 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 big movie guy. All right, what's what's I'm the? Oh, I was gonna say, what's the last movie you saw? Uh, Black Adam, actually. Okay. You saw that, but like I said, that's two of my favorite things: interacting comics and movies. There so. you go. <laughs> say i because i know like most people i ask that too they're like oh well i don't have a lot of free time but this is kind of what i do with it because people have to realize that podcasting isn't everyone's like sole focus right 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 like people have lives outside of this (laughs) that's kind of why i do this is to show that oh yeah these are people like behind your podcast it's crazy well see that's a lot of it so i've been working from home since 2020 so like before that, like, if I hadn't been working from home, I would have probably had that same answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it'd be like, go to work, come home for 10 minutes, eat a sandwich, go to football. Yep. Or go to basketball, whatever I'm coaching at the time. So I w- probably would have had that exact same damn answer for you. But now that I work from home, like, I binge all types of shit and watch all types of shit. And yeah, that, yeah, that's that definitely would have been my answer if I wasn't working from home. And then you, like, got on my case because I've never watched. I think it was Game of Thrones. I think it's what you got on yeah, my case like, for. Yes, I mean, because, I mean, we, we linked up on almost every other thing that we liked and then find out you've never seen fucking Game of Thrones. Like, it was... Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> there was so there's much no, other... There's no apology can be accepted for that. Listen. That is, like, literally, like, in... least into pop culture and every fucking thing. So there's so many references you probably don't even get because you've never seen the show. You know what? I, I, listen, I was watching a lot of other stuff when Game of Thrones first came out, and I was like, well, nah, eh, not really my thing. It's like, I like Lord of the Rings. Hobbit's okay. 
but like Game of Thrones, I just never found myself like connecting to for some reason. I don't know. I, and uh, and honestly, like I know I gave you shit, but I've kind of like I didn't get into it. Like it didn't catch me until maybe like halfway through the first season, maybe into season two, two and a half. You know what I'm saying? Because it will, it does start off kind of slow, mm-hmm. and it is kind of like not what you think, and especially like. But it does get into that Lord of the Rings action, but with more sex and incest and shit like that, and then dragons. I also feel like there's too many characters for my brain to comprehend. I would lose focus and track of everything so fast. But the way that they handle it, like you, like you'll you you'd get an episode where you get like like you said like two or three of those characters, but then it'd go like maybe an episode or two, and you wouldn't even see them again. So like it's kind of like they don't just they throw everything all at you once, but not like you think they do. You know what I'm saying? You know, maybe maybe next year I'll finally cave and watch Game of Thrones. You need to, the the new one that's out, The House of Dragons, is just as good. Like maybe even better. Like I I watch like like Creation World do their like recap show, just you know, mm-hmm. to support. And I kind of just had it on as like background noise, but some of the shit they said, I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the best part about the show because it just catches you off guard. With sometimes with the outlandish like out of this world fucking shit and it's also sometimes like with just like a little small thing and you catch it and you're like what the fuck was that you know what i'm saying like because it'll be like dragons flying in the background people burning up and shit it'll be like one little thing like right after that and you're like how did they slide that in like it's 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 literally one of my favorite shows ever like it's just everything all the nerdum and bullshit that i love and the shit the imagination i had as a kid mixed with being a horny adult like it all mixed in like it's fucking dope Okay, I, I'll give you that. I will say, I'm also... I remember s- I told you, the best way to explain it is Lord of the Rings with backstory. <laughs> I, th- I think that is exactly how you described me, yeah. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I will say, um, I am just... I am so late to, like, getting on, like, trends and shit. Like, last year, when I had... When I got COVID, I basically took that entire week. I just was stuck in here. And I binged everything, like, all the Marvel movies in order. Because I haven't, like, I've seen some, but not all in order, right, that right. kind of thing. Like, I was doing all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the Friday the 13s, like, in order. Because, again, I've seen bits and pieces, but never an entire thing. So. Well, in your defense, you are technically a child still. I'm so. literally 26. Technically a child still. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. If I joke's a, never going anywhere. If I'm a child, what is Savannah? She's still a fucking newborn. Well, she might be a toddler now. She's 21. Yeah, she's a toddler now. Okay, she's a toddler. I was going to college when she. I was going to college when she was born. So we'll leave it at that. We actually found out. Um, I think it was last show that she wasn't born yet. I think it was a month after WCW went down. She was born. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. That's why she's a toddler. <laughs> God. All right. So I want to know your answers to the, like I'm a, this one and one of the other questions. I like hearing people's answers too. So mm-hmm. if you could have a dinner with any three wrestlers, dead or alive, who are you picking and why? Um, Triple H for sure. I mean, because he's my favorite, all time favorite. Like he's the goat to me. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, uh, I'd probably say Adam Cole because he's a go to NXT to me. Okay. 
I'm trying to think of somebody WCW. Oh, Lance Storm. Great choice. Like he was the only thing that kept me watching WCW when they had like Team Canada and shit. He he had all the belts and like named them like the Saskatchewan Hardcore Title and shit like that. <clears throat> I I feel like Lance Storm just doesn't get enough credit for anything he did. No, and I mean, there's a lot of people that he's training too, and that are that is training now that he he is responsible for. So like, yeah, no, I love Lance Storm and his dry humor on Twitter too. Like, I don't think he gets enough credit for that either. How he just roasts people and people don't even really a lot of times it goes over their heads because he's so fucking machine like and bland that it's an actual <laughs> jokes. So. But no, I no, I fuck with Lance heavy. That'd be an interesting conversation. That'd be an interesting dinner with the four of you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I was I always love hearing like what because people are just like, damn, now I gotta think, or they like have it and like in their back of their head for some reason they're just like, oh, I knew you were gonna ask this if they've never even seen the show. They're like, I knew right. they just and then they have their three. So I always love I feel, hearing that. I feel like those three too are like, if, along with like a couple other guys, like those are like at that time of wrestling, those were my guys. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like the kind of the man I was or a person I was at that time. Like, I feel like I have something in common or, like, I like something about them that I see in myself from each of those guys at those po- point of times. Like, yeah, like the Lance Storm time, like, I was extremely serious and, like, trying to be a, a straight-A student and shit and, like, get my shit done, you know what I'm saying, so I can graduate. And then Triple H is just Triple H. You never know if he's going to be an asshole, a cocksucker, or be funny and tell a joke. You never know which version you're going to get. And then Adam, Co- Adam Cole, I mean, that's how I feel. I'm just the best-looking, best-dressing, best-dancing, best-wrestler. Like, <laughs> nobody can tell me my shit don't stink. And I feel like that's what I've always liked about Adam Cole, his confidence, you know what I'm saying, no matter what. So, like like I said, every, all of those guys, like, I just feel like I see something in myself and all of them, especially at that time that I was watching wrestling. No, that's, that's a great reasoning behind all of that. And it, I, that kind of, like, leads into the next one. So... If you, like, give any advice to anyone watching or listening, whether it's podcasting, personal, whatever, just any advice you want to give people. Always be yourself and never be afraid to be yourself. I felt like, especially growing up, like, this version of me that you guys see now, this, like, loud, boisterous, like, super confident, like, doesn't give zero fucks type of this is not always me. Like, I was really, I don't want to say shy, but I was always just, like, worried about what other people thought and scared to, like, mm-hmm. unapologetically be myself. And, like, once I started doing that, like, I just, everything kind of changed for me as far as, like, how I lived and what I did. So, like, now I can be all, I can be a nerd and a wrestling fan and a straight-up thug-ass nigga that'll slap the shit out of you. Like, I can be all those these things at once, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that a lot of people get wrapped up with, what they think their parents are going to think or someone like, man, fuck all that, man. Do you, be you, do what makes you happy because no one else can do that for you. No one else can make you happy but you. I agree 100%. That's always one of the big things people say is just be yourself yeah. in every aspect you can because that's all you really can do. Like, you, yeah, you can take your personality and crank it up a little bit like some of us do right, for right, shows, right. Mm-hmm. but you always got to be like, be true to yourself and be you. Yeah, because it comes off, especially when you do what we do. Like, you can tell in people's voices and on camera when they're not being themselves or when they're not totally comfortable with what they're saying. Like, and that was the main thing with me. Well, I think why it didn't really, why I was able to kind of jump right in because, like, I was already doing the MJB stuff and everything. So, like, I was comfortable being myself on camera. And I think that that's why 
podcasting kind of came not easy, but like it was easy for me to do because I'd already been doing something like it. So it's like, and I learned very early on, if you're not being authentic to the words that are coming out of your mouth, people can tell. I agree 100%. I was complete opposite when I started because I didn't want to be on camera and I've no, never, I never did, had any experience with that. Um, but hey, two years later, here we are. Here we are. I, I, I interview people now. If you would have told Katie that two years ago, she'd be like, you're out of your damn mind. Just a little bit of pushing and look at you now. Uh, yeah, a little bit of pushing and putting scenarios where I got to step up. So. Right. And just be yourself. That was the main thing. It's just I had to. That is the main thing. I had to just let go and be me. Because. No, that's literally it. Yeah, like Katie two years ago, she sucked. She didn't suck. You just didn't know who you were on. You didn't have your on-screen persona yet. That's a good way to think about it. That is, that's the best way to put it. Because once it took a while, like I, I would poke the bear and make funny and try and get you to break on camera dance so people could see what we knew behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? So like it, everybody has to, everybody has to have that light bulb moment, and it'll come eventually. And it got here now. Like you said, look at you. We're interviewing motherfuckers now. We couldn't even get you to ask a question <laughs> on the recap. Now you, now you, we're doing a show with you asking all the questions. Well, isn't it ironic? Crazy, don't you think? All right, Alanis Morissette, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> all right, this is the other question that I really love knowing the answer to. So, in your life right now, or it can be any part of your life, um, or your entire life, if you could write an autobiography. What's the title, and why are you picking that title? Damn, that's a good one. Thank you. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it, because, like, like you said, like, each little part of my life, there's always, like, this what the fuck. Like, there's some good ones, like, doing the podcast. Like like you said, like, I never would have thought I'd be doing podcasts and, like, get, talking about wrestling and shit four or five times a week like mm -hmm. I never thought I would be doing that and then like the MJB shit like I never thought I'd be making fucking retarded music videos and shit and putting it on the internet and now I'm coaching and parents are coming up to me like hey is that you doing the yes it is sandwich in the and I'm coaching your son yes <laughs> I did make that song so just like yeah like what the fuck it would be I think that's the uh, yeah that's the title of the book for sure as I, I feel like I was a fantastic. I would read it. <laughs> it's catchy. Gets people's it attention. Catchy. Definitely will. I've had people, like, think of what they want the cover to be. Like, I've had people go into, like, detail about this shit. And I'm like, see, this is what I want. This is what I needed. I want people to, like, express themselves with a fake autobiography that you're writing. That's all quote. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, that is the best. That's a, a dope-ass question. And, like, yeah, I think that that is... The most fitting answer for uh, my autobiography. I, yeah. Or actually, there's another one, too. It's like an inside joke with me and Adam. It's called Must Love Dogs. Because, like, every girlfriend I've ever had, we got a dog together, and then we broke up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, you could you could create You can just make it one long title. What the fuck? Must you know, semicolon, yeah. must love dogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'll be one of those two. Either must love dogs or what the fuck. I think both are very solid answers. 
And like I said, like I said, that's one of my favorite questions. I I thought of that one all myself. The other ones, eh, kind of stole from questions stole. here and there. I mean, it's hard coming up with questions. <laughs> well, yeah, too, and it depended on like how how well you know the person or how you know what I'm saying. Like I I I can see how it'd be hard coming up with stuff. Yeah, like and then there's people like I had heel tactics on. But he doesn't mm-hmm. podcast, so I asked him more questions, like, leaning towards, like, all his music stuff. So I had to think right, of questions right. for that, and I was just like, oh, fuck. How do I do this? But I did it. But, I mean, that's part of the learning curve, and I think that's good that you have, like, people that don't necessarily podcast, like, giving you a little, making you have to do some actual research on people and shit, too. Like, that's just making you get better and better, honestly. Honestly, that's probably my favorite thing, is, like, when I have people on and I give them, like, the introductions they're like mm-hmm. damn okay you like did your research i was like yeah i have to Get give people yeah. i have to give people <laughs> the proper introduction i've gotten damn good introductions for part of my podcasting career so right. it's only fair i give the love back it's only fair. absolutely like i said that i mean like you said and that impresses people that they saw that you actually went back and did the the work for it you know what i'm saying like and that in turn makes people more comfortable to open up to you and answering questions when they know that you took it fucking serious and you're not just like spitballing, asking some random like generic ass questions. Yeah, I, I like I said, I have the same questions I like ask everybody, but I always like can spin them if I need to, and right, I right, write right. everything down because <laughs> I have a terrible memory, and same. it. Like, the first few ones I did with, like, Matt Reek and Justin, and I think TC, I had, like, nothing written down. I was like, how did I even, like, how, what did I Get do? that. <laughs> like, how did I do this? I learned, because I went back, and I, for the dinner with any three wrestlers, I went back and, like, tallied how many, like, votes uh-huh. every person got. And, of course, Eddie Guerrero was, like, number one. Like, right. six different people. But for theirs, I had to, like, go back in the videos and, like, click through and be like, all right, well, where the fuck's this question? Because I clearly didn't write their answers down. <laughs> it's like, why did I do this to myself? I made it so much harder. <coughs> all right, so future plans for you uh, in the next, we'll say, like, month, two months. Christmas is coming up in, like, next month, which is crazy. But right. any plans for you, like, SmackDown-wise, you personally other podcasts you're going to be on tell people uh i just put out some feelers i told everybody i'm down now that i actually have evenings free so like i'm definitely down to do some more pods so anybody wants to get me on reach out um really nothing i'm I'm not gonna you know honestly i'm gonna take this time that because like football's literally been going on since like june so i'm gonna fucking enjoy like getting off work and not having to do anything like definitely gonna do some more reading probably do some more gaming i think i might buy 2k or something but Okay. Uh, for the most part, just, like, kind of getting some of my own time back and, like, using it uh, wisely, I guess. Like, so definitely going to do some more reading, do some more training with my dog and stuff. Uh, definitely got some uh, MJB shit coming up. We get, we got a few videos. We actually got, like, four or five videos we recorded. Adam just has to edit them and get them out. But we have uh, definitely going to do a Christmas song. That's kind of been a tradition every year. We always do an MJB Christmas song, so... But yeah, it's pretty much just like uh, getting some of my time back and resting up for uh, spring. I I understand completely. This is one of the only things I like doing is podcasting. So if I, any chance I get, I hop on a podcast and people yell at me. But <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you know, like when I had to do, I did like six shows in a row before I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Mhm. That wasn't smart. You know, I was already in pain, so fuck it. <laughs> 
That's true too. <laughs> I was getting them out. Hey, weren't you on it. vacation too? Uh, was that when you were like kind of like on vacation? Then your wisdom teeth, and then you had to do all, it was like like a straight shot of shit. I, I don't think, I don't know because that was in I got my wisdom teeth out. I think like February first or something. It was r- literally the next day after the Royal Rumble. Gotcha. So, I mean, terrible time regardless, but. <laughs> All right, I've been asking you questions for like 40-ish minutes. Now you can ask me whatever the hell you want. I'll answer anything. Uh, I had one I was thinking about. How did you get started? No, I'm just kidding. How fucking dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, who's your, uh, who's your favorite co-star from the Smack for All Days? Hmm, I wonder who it could be. What if I said Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> the one who literally made me question my sanity every day. I mean, right. it, it, probably you. Like, I feel like I said, like, we definitely probably had the most chemistry. I mean, it took us a little bit, but right. NXT just became, like, me and you. We don't care about anybody Knock else. Shit out and go. <laughs> right. And basically. We were just like, no, pre-shows? No, we're not doing those post-shows? No, we don't fucking care. We basically just wanted to get the show done and leave because those were long ass days, especially if you tried to watch both. Oh my god, it was terrible. Right, I forgot too. Yeah, because we would do like right after it, so it'd be like fucking midnight sometimes. Yeah. Uh, who were some of your like inspirations for the podcasting? Uh, Renee Paquette's definitely one of the biggest ones. Uh, it is a dream of mine to have her on here. I don't know how realistic that is right now, but I'm definitely going to push for it. Dive in them DMs. I'm going to have to. <laughs> Actually, no. I think I was going to the other day, but she can't be DM'd. <clears throat> so I either will slide in on Instagram or I'll just make a post and be like, hey. <laughs> Tag her in every single one of these you put out. <laughs> I honestly might. The next one I put up, which will be next Monday. I, I probably should just tag her and be like, there you go. Because she doesn't even have, like, an email or anything I can even, like, attempt to try and get to. But I, I, so I definitely think, like, Renee is probably the biggest one. A little bit of Lillian Garcia, because Lillian had Chasing the Truth for a while, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are probably, like, the biggest two, because women podcasters in the wrestling business and just shooting the shit with, like, wrestlers, that's, that's the right. goal, is to eventually get to, like, wrestlers and people in, like, the business. But I like starting with the podcasters and the friends and being comfortable right, right. doing those. No wrong with that. Uh, favorite wrestler, male and female, right now. Uh, Rhea Ripley's obviously my favorite female, dude. Come on. Yes, I would know. <laughs> Excuse you. Come on. She's fantastic. Um, and obviously Adam Cole, he's he's right there. He's in the background. Right, right, right. But since he's not, like, wrestling, wrestling right now because he's off dealing with injury, um, I'll still go with someone in AEW. He doesn't get enough credit, but I love his in-ring work. I'm going to go Ricky Starks. That's an underrated man who definitely needs more time on screen. Kids dripping in charisma. Yeah, I love Ricky. The crowd eats it up. He's great. Him and Mello are probably, like, the two males, but Rhea's number one woman, hands down. Right, I know. We, I won't hold it against you. What? Why? She's 
she's incredible. Incredibly mid. You stop that. We've had this fight. I don't know how many <laughs> times. Like, why did you think I wasn't going to say it still? I mean. She hasn't. Don't get me wrong. Like, no, I understand why, especially young girls like yourself. And, like, I understand why they love her because she's got that strong, like, just. She's got, she's I don't want to say masculine, but it's, it's, it's like It's the that. China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that part about her, I do like, too, because she does feel legit when she's in the ring with men. But I was just like, before the Judgment Day stuff, when we were actually getting to see something from her, like, she was mid as fuck. I'm sorry. I just, I just want her to fight the men. That's all I've been asking for. And I'm not getting it, and it's pissing me off. I... I think but I think they're they're opening up something. Didn't she just body slam them and shit at the pay per view? Didn't she? <laughs> I think it was uh I think it was like the raw like two weeks ago or something. Yeah, she yeah. picked up Luke fucking Gallows of all people and just body. Right, and that's just what I'm saying. That motherfucker's him. like three seventy. <laughs> Dude, he's taller than yeah. her too. Shit. No, like I said, I I I like this version of her because we're she's getting to talk more and we're getting to see her. Like, a different side, because, like, I never see her as a babyface, even when she was. Yeah, that's fair. Like, it just didn't, it didn't resonate with me. But, like, this, and even this is still, like, kind of, eh. But because of the in-ring work that she's doing and just her just straight fucking sipping out Dominic, like, I'm always good here for that. I've never been more jealous of Dominic Mysterio in my entire life. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> like, how do I get Dom's spot? Like, that's not, that's disrespectful. You're, you're too fucking strong, bro. I, damn it. <laughs> Anything else you want to ask me? No, nah, that's about it. Like I said, for the most part, because a lot of the stuff, I don't know if anybody knows, but she started out with us and Whoa. specifically with me. So. Crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I definitely can say that the, the growth and everything you've had from starting out with us and like all shy and shit turning red when I would like make fun of you or ask you a question to like who's on camera now like it's definitely dope to see the like evolution so thank you kind of kind of proud of you and kind of like happy that you're fucking kind of find your footing you're like I guess I'm happy for you I guess you're kind of doing okay you're a fucking traitor bro I'm still holding fucking traitor you left us Left me <laughs> high and fucking dry. No, no, I'm leaving holding you holding grudges with that. Leaving until you, the end of fucking time. Leaving you high and dry would not give you guys with me peacing out without giving like at least a month notice. Not high and dry, but just leaving me by myself with these fuckers. I'm sorry, but now look, you've got Will, Trader, Allison. You're still a fucking Benedict Arnold. <laughs> How? dare you call me Benedict Arnold. Never gonna let it go. Always gonna hold a grudge. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do this show. You bitter old man. Will you stop? <laughs> I am not a traitor. I took something I was starting on that brand and I said, I'm gonna make it my own and let it flower. Traitor. No. Betrayal. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I mean, I could get if you're like, oh yeah, because I do Smack Narelle every week, but no, you're just like, no, because you just left me, traitor. Yes, absolutely. What the fuck? Dude, you know, I could I not know. stay I'm just there giving anymore. you shit. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. No, yeah, like I, I said, I am definitely proud of everything that you've accomplished since then. Like, you've, you've done your thing, and 
like I said, from turning fucking red whenever I give you shit to standing up tall, doing what you do, like, it's definitely fucking dope to see what you've turned into. Thank you. I really do appreciate Welcome. that. Welcome. Still get red, but that's, I think I got, like, rotated toes. Like, that's just a common thing now. But. <laughs> oh, motherfucker, you turned fucking beat No, red back then, you. yes. I was, like, the color of the, lo- like, sheet and, like, smack. I was bad for yes. red. Yeah. Now it's just like if someone catches me off guard, like I'll put on a little red and I'll be like, oh, fuck. Right, right. But I mean, everybody gets a little gets a little blush every once in a while. But no, you were fucking tomato beet red, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's because I didn't I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to be on camera. I didn't know no, how to interact like with I people. Said, absolutely. Like it's like I said, just like I'm saying, like I said, from seeing you then to now, and that short what year, really? I mean, that you've been doing it by yourself on your own, mm-hmm. well, with you and Savannah, so like. No, it's, it's it's dope to see the transformation for sure. I really, I really, I really do appreciate that. I, I mean, it, thank you. <clears throat> I'm trying. Yeah, it has been, it has been a little over a year of going mm-hmm. solo dolo. Well, kind of solo. Savannah's there. Right, right. Uh, solo Cicadi, as I have been called. <laughs> that was the name of one of the episodes because Savannah couldn't do a show, so I had someone in the chat. They said Solo Cicadi, and I said, "Well, that's the name of the episode." So now, if I end up with the dope nicknames, that's we'll, we'll, that's that's definitely a dope one. I mean, listen, I get I I have a lot of nicknames now. You know, Kate Kinsey. I was Kate Katie at one point. I've been called mm-hmm. the hardest working woman in podcasting. You know, take what you can get. <laughs> I, I'll take it. Hey, being right. one of the only women in this group, I mean, especially with Smack Girl, I needed right, right. all of the pushing up I could get. Right. <laughs> you guys just said, eh, she's a girl. We'll give her a chance. Well, we were literally going out of our way to find a girl because we thought we needed that in the group, especially because that was, like, right when all the, like, female, like, women's wrestling shit was kind of, like, jumping off, so, like, we thought that we didn't, we needed a voice to represent that, so. And now look at you. And now look at me go, I simp over all the women. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. And you know what? I'll take I'll take on that that heavy responsibility. I'll take it. You know, do what you gotta do. Team player. No hate here. That's me. Team player. <laughs> <laughs> Except when it comes to leaving your teammates behind oh, in the dirt by themselves up. and never selling them. But... <laughs> I can't even keep it straight. I was trying to keep it straight when I said I can't even. No, you can't because you know it's a bunch of bullshit. Yes, it's a bunch of bullshit. You needed to. We needed to kick the baby bird out the nest, let her spread her wings, but she still betrayed me. Okay. You know what? (laughs) All right. Tell the people where they can find you, what you're doing, you know, all that shit. Well, you can catch us Sundays and sometimes Mondays, like today. Like, we're going to, I'm going to film the rewind as soon as we get off here. Uh, They catch me on Twitter, Mr.8984, Instagram, ARA8984. Or Route 4 Kennels, if you're looking for a puppy. We have like three or four litters on the ground right now. We breed uh, Frenchies, American Bullies, uh, Toy Poodles, French Mastiffs, and uh, we're working on getting some monkeys. Like real talk. And then uh, Mr. 894, Mr. 8984 on Twitter. Like, you know I want all the smoke. You know I'm here to argue about anything and everything. And I'm also down to jump on your podcast, so if anybody needs me. DMs are definitely always open. I'm sorry. Did you say, did you say monkeys? Mm-hmm. What? 
Me and my brother, like, we are fucking, my brother's an idiot. <laughs> and he just, like, he always had these, like, things that we wanted to do when we were kids, and we're doing them now. So we've always wanted to breed dogs. We did sugar gliders for a little while. We've done all types of shit. And, like, we've always, like, we saw monkey trouble when we were kids, and it was like, we're going to get us some monkeys. And we're going to get us some monkeys. I, you know what? I can't wait to see that happen. Oh, like, I'm naming mine AJ. We're going to have matching outfits and shit. Orange Junior. Imagine Alfred's machine. <laughs> I, I swear. <laughs> this is, this slowly turned into the fucking Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, literally. They're gonna take over the world now because of you. Fuck it. I'll be there. I'll be the dude they pray to. Was it Simos or whatever? Just a picture of me with the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and of course, I have to do the plugging for this. You can follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. at KDRSN13, link to everybody else, I think Sheelead Showcase, twitch.tv slash Sheelead Showcase, typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern ish, depending on whatever. YouTube.com slash Sheelead Showcase. I stay watching videos because they're way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen. Sheelead has basically become its own brand, and it's the weekly show Savannah and I do. This, Inside the Mind of the Interview Series, I do, which is my baby, my pride and joy. In the crowd is currently on a hiatus because I don't know what I'm doing with the show. Savannah's got two shows of her own. One, she has to reshoot because hard drive issues. And then today, the, well, yeah, today I dropped another show I'm doing. So that's now four I do. I got yelled at already because I do too much. Um, but it's a story time with Katie Kinsey. And then I have Bebe really small in parentheses because I don't know legally if I can use it. Um... <laughs> But I, it's literally just like a 60-minute video of me talking about the first time I went to WrestleMania. So, it's a little YouTube-exclusive stuff. That's what I'm going to start doing every once in a while once I have the ideas and everything. And, obviously, right. a huge shout-out to Heel Tactics for created the music for every show I just named. He has made music for. That man is a fucking genius. Including um, ours. He's Smacked Raw, Smacking <laughs> It Raw, Getcho, Young King, Straight Talk. That's the man to go to, and his links, of course, are always in the description. Huge props to him. He just takes whatever you want, and I give him the most vague descriptions, I think, and then he makes magic. So, Mm -hmm. that is the man, 100%. And I thank him so much for doing all the music and dealing with me and my 800 shows. (laughs) So, thank you again, Aaron, for doing this. I know you gotta run, do the rewind. Um, We will... Do another show soon. Maybe we can get maybe a little smack raw reunion soon. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, you know you're always welcome to jump on the rewind. Like we, uh, hell, like I said, we're about to record right now. Let me know if you have anything. We'll send you the links. Uh, uh, <laughs> sir, no. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> can't do, I can't do back to backs anymore. I need a little break in between. This will be the first back to back I've ever I've done in a long time. So we'll see how it goes. I have <laughs> so much faith in you. Oh, yeah, we'll get it done. And these types of shows, like normally with me and Kyle, when we don't have anything, like, drafted up and we just kind of, like, shoot the shit and just kind of see, talk about whatever happens, like, those always end up being our best shows, like, hands down. Yeah. So, you guys got it. Uh, thank you to everyone for watching and listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and then, till next time, bye-bye. See you guys later.